Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Hello, and welcome to The Spark Parade, where I geek out with artists and entertainers about their cultural spark of inspiration. I'm Adam Unz. Thanks so much for joining me. My guest today is singer Will J, whose spark of inspiration is Casey Musgrave's world-conquering fourth studio album, Golden Hour. Uh, it's a short but sweet chat. Now, before you go running to the box office to ask for your money back, firstly, this is a free podcast friend. So no money has exchanged hands, frankly. Secondly, I am going to make it up to you because for the next two weeks, there are going to be two episodes of the Spark Parade a week. Very exciting, right? So you'll get your regular Wednesday episode and a special bonus Friday episode each week. It'll be your own little podcast festival. So you're welcome. Okay. And uh, now... With the news out of the way, are you ready for the entertainment? Quick Will facts. LA native Will J is a singer who has amassed 35 million streams and over 25 million video views for his original, independently released recordings. Will is a former member of the American boy band I Am Five, and since his departure from the group, he has embarked on a highly successful solo career. His recent singles include the movingly beautiful Please Don't Get Any Older and the carefree classic pop song Glory Days. You can watch the recently released video for Glory Days wherever you watch music videos. For example, YouTube. Quick Golden Hour facts. Golden Hour is the fourth studio album by American country music singer and songwriter Casey Musgraves. A country and country pop record, Golden Hour explores elements of disco, electropop, electronica, and yacht rock. The album received widespread critical acclaim and won in all four of its nominated categories at the 61st Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year and Best Country Album. And there you have it. Let's get to the good stuff. Here comes my chat with Will J about Golden Hour. Um, so the standard first question is, do you remember hearing this album for the first time or, or being turned on to it? Yes, I so my girlfriend and I did a road trip um, last summer. And, you know, when you're on a road, it was my first time doing a road trip across country. So it was my first real experience with long, long drives. Hmm. And so, and I feel like in a pre-pandemic world, I was so like, go, go, go. It was very rare that I would listen to like albums back um, front to back. So and I'd heard like individual songs of Golden Hour before, but when we were just on these long drives, like it, you know, it just came up to like listen to the album start to finish. And I think it was that album coupled with like the scenery that we would kind of be seeing as we were driving across country that just kind of changed my perspective on life. And it just really shifted so many things for me like creatively too um so that's why i wanted to talk about this album because it really it really marked a shift in how i approach a lot of things in my life yeah yeah i just listening to it back now it's like 
if it were a physical object, I would want to hug it. It's like, it's so, it just, it, it, it's so em emotional listening to it. I read, uh, um, a review that somebody wrote where she was saying that every time she listens to it, she starts crying like a crazy person, just like wherever she goes, it's this, you know, like visceral emotional thing happens to her. And I don't know if I'm quite there, but, um, definitely that idea of being on a road trip, that expansiveness. And just like now with the weather changing after the year that we've all had listening to this music, and it just has that feeling of like hope and space. And, you know, it's about an album about a lot of things, but um, at its heart, it's about love. It's about, you know, hope and the possibilities of, of what can happen. And so I think those are really big universal ideas that she is able to make very personal, but also um, easy for anyone who's listening to it to relate to it. Definitely. No, it's uh, and I think as a creative myself, I think it's very easy to kind of get in a world where you feel like you can only write about pain and you can only write about sadness to make good art. I think mm -hmm. so much of the music today is sad and dark. And I guess getting to listen to this album was kind of in the best way, a reminder that there's so much more to life and as a result, creativity than the bad moments, I guess, and the, and the pain and the sadness. And you can create from a place of love. You can create from a place of joy. You can create um, from a place of just wanting to create something just beautiful that's ju for just that reason. And yeah, I, I, I just think this album is a perfect example of that. And as a creative myself, it just opens a, a whole world of possibilities for me to explore and kind of emotions to turn into something. Yeah. And I think also this, this album represented for her a pretty, pretty big shift in the kind of music that she was making, the themes that she was exploring. I mean, you know, some of the stuff there, there's through lines from the previous yeah. albums, but I think in terms of pushing the boundaries of what country music can be um, and, you know, combining country music with a, a pop sensibility and, you know, so many other influences coming here. There's like electronic stuff and, you know, you can hear when she reads off her list of all the people that she's influenced by, you can hear little tinges of those things, but it's still very much hers. And I think, you know, there's the, always the lazy comparison between her and Taylor Swift in terms of like people who come from the country music world who've moved into the the pop world. But I think the difference here is that, you know, I, I think Casey Musgraves was much more firmly planted in the, the country sphere. So it's like this idea of breaking out of the mold, doing something that's unexpected, going against what people might even want from you and taking huge risks in terms of uh what you're doing and and um the kind of work that you're creating and um Definitely. yeah i think that's really brave and really um that's that's where great artistry is found you know you have to take risks to be able to to really push yourself absolutely no it's 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 in so many ways just my favorite album of the last few years just yeah, I can't say enough good things about it because it really, in life too, it really gave me a new perspective to really appreciate the beauty in things. And it was just something that I just wasn't aware of before. So I'm very, very grateful to have found that album at the time that I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, she also, I, I guess, the um, not just the, the different influences in terms of the 
kind of genres, um, but also the lyrical complexity, the storytelling, I think is, is a really big part of her work to me. And especially with this album that it's like, you know, lyrics that still fit into a traditional song structure. They rhyme a lot of the times, um, but it's, uh, there's a, a real story and the, the kind of way she turns a phrase, it's like conversational. Um, and yeah. you can feel like she's, you know, really painting a picture of that exact moment when, uh, the, you know, that the song is about. And actually your, uh, new single, I kind of get the same feeling. It's that, uh, very specific, the, the wording is so clear that it's, it's really, um, you know, the, the story is very evident and it's like unfolding as you're listening to the song. And I think that's a really unique way to, to write a song and to tell a story. Well, I'm honored to be even be in the same sentence. That's, <laughs> that's very kind of you. Yeah, I agree completely. I think that, I think that's why it's so great is that it's just so approachable, you know, any, I can put that album on it pretty much any time. I mean, unless I'm like really, I don't, I, I can't think of a time that I wouldn't enjoy listening to that, to those songs. They're just so easy to listen to. And that, I, I, that's another thing that's kind of influenced my, my own, how I approach my art is like, just what kind of moments do I want to be the soundtrack for? And I've kind of realized that I think I want to be, I want to be that, I want to make the album that you want to put on when you're on a long drive by the, like going down the beach. I want to be the album that you listen to on a walk when you're walking through the neighborhood and you just feel like everything's okay. I don't know. And, and cause that's what that album is to me. And yeah, it's, it's exciting to, you know, to once again, I've been doing this for a long time to like shift and to pivot and to evolve and change my, I guess, intention behind what I make is it, it's really cool. Yeah. And to have an album that inspires me to do that is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And just the crossroads where the personal and the universal meet, um, is a really, is a sweet spot for songwriting and Definitely. that, you know, when she talks about the process of writing this album and, you know, it was like around the time that she got married and, um, you know, was all of the happiness that came out of that was a, a big influence. And, you know, there's like stuff about her mom and her friends and, um, all of that, but that none of it is, it's like specific, but it's not so specific that the listeners feel left out. And I think that's the thing that has made this album as huge as it is, is that yeah. it's exploring these universal themes um, and really allowing people to be a part of the story, to see themselves in the stories that she's telling. Definitely. And uh, also just in terms of pushing the boundaries, I think, you know, the themes that she's talked about um, across her career that are not traditional <laughs> country music themes you know uh she's been a pretty vocal advocate for uh lgbtq rights and yeah. she um you know other, other like random things like talking about uh you know writing parts of this album on acid that are just like very very unexpected for a country singer um and kind of unexpected for someone who is you know really just been launched into the stratosphere that, you know, in, at least in my mind, maybe I have kind of an old school idea of, you know, very media trained people not wanting to reveal anything that would be too controversial, but she just kind of lays it all out there. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I've been a fan of her since I heard Mary go round like that, 
was one of my favorite songs. I'm not, I'm not even a huge consumer of country music, but it was it's songs like that that make me go, oh, well, I can't like completely shut out country music because the song like that is just, I mean, that's just truly one of the best songs I think I've ever heard, mm-hmm. period. Um, and so, yeah, she's always just been a little bit off the beaten path, even when she was like pretty tried and true country. And, and that's what's also so cool about Golden Hour is that to me, it feels like I can, at least I can imagine, it's like a little, it's like a taste of what it must've felt like to be alive during Woodstock to me, where mm-hmm. you had, you know, and maybe I'm getting the times mixed up, but you know, I, I can imagine I listen to that album and I feel like it must've been what my parents felt like listening to maybe Fleetwood Mac or mm-hmm. to, uh, I don't even know, like the Laurel, you know, Laurel Canyon music, like Joni Mitchell, whatever, you know, whatever, whoever, just like that, that music and that kind of golden age where music was kind of this method of expansion, you know, and, you know, not to make it all about the drugs too, but I think mm-hmm. like everything to couple together and I don't know, it feels like a little Woodstock when I get to, when I listen to that album. And I, that's ma- all, another reason why I could talk about this album all day. <laughs> it's just so... It's just so beyond good. Yeah. And I think, you know, that comparison is a good one to Fleetwood Mac, where it's like a band that had gone through different iterations, really like moving around sonically, trying to figure out what their sound was going to be. And then like, you know, rumors drops and it's like, this is what defined this band and anything that came before it. It's not like it was forgotten, but it, it isn't the band that you think of when you think of them. And with golden hour i think because it has reached like you know exponentially more people than her previous albums had uh because it's a little bit more i don't know if accessible is the right word it's just like again opening the door a little bit from a room that is country music and kind of allowing other sounds in um but as you said even before that i think to my mind, I'm, I'm kind of on the same page with you. Like country music is not necessarily my thing. There are artists, you know, Dolly Parton and Willie Nelson and people like that who uh, don't, again, don't quite fit the traditional country mold to me. But, you know, modern country and Western music to me is a very specific thing that kind of goes against what I was saying, that it's like so specific that it's about a very, um, it, it's about this one experience that if you don't have that experience, the storytelling is so uh, granular about that experience that you can't, it doesn't really invite people in who are not part of that. And even Casey Musgraves uh, earlier albums that definitely are, are more of a country sound. There was still that invitation and it was like, she's talking about her own experience, but you can relate it to yours as well. Yeah. No, it's that. Yeah. That you absolutely hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, I think, uh, there's also little like uh, (laughs) things that she said in interviews about the way that she sees her own music and talking about the kinds of people who she would like to work with. And, you know, she's, um, mentioned outside of country music, like Daft Punk would be the, uh, obviously that's not possible anymore, but, um, you know, the people who she would want to work with and that she's described her music as like space country because it's just like this, you know, and she has kind of an obsession with outer space and UFOs and stuff too. So, um, yeah, just bringing in those like other flavors of things that don't really have anything to do with country music or not what you would expect from country music. Um, it's, it's really exciting. No, it's, it's so exciting. And, and I think it's so cool when an artist 
I think the best artists, they combine two genres to your point earlier. Like I think, cause it goes to show you that music should have no barriers. And it's, I think it's sometimes I find it weird that we even put labels. Obviously there's some artists that you can be tried and true certain genre and you stick to it and that's great. But I think it's so exciting to find music that you can't necessarily put into a box and you can't, and you can't necessarily say, Oh, that's definitely that. That's definitely that. And I think all the best artists have this ability to kind of combine two genres or three or four and make something that's new. And, and I think just like on a human level, it's just exciting to not fully get it. Like you get it. Cause obviously it's, 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 beautiful storytelling and it's easy to listen to but at the same time there isn't that it doesn't trigger that part of your brain that's like oh this is that you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Mm -hmm. like and it can kind of transcend that for a moment and take you kind of out of wherever you are and you don't necessarily you know I find myself coming back to this album and appreciating new parts about it that I didn't even recognize the last time I listened to it and I just think, yeah, I mean, and I think that's the power of music in general is just, you know, it's so many things. It's the ability to share an experience that's unique to the artist. And as the listener, you get to apply your own experience to it and you kind of get this, you get this relationship and like, it's just a beautiful thing to find a song that speaks to the experience that you're going through at the time and for whatever reason. And I don't know, I think that's like one of the things that brings us all together is music that's shared yeah and yeah that was really long-winded but it's uh <laughs> well, it's, great. Uh, yeah it's just a beautiful thing yeah and i think um the fact that there's so many different influences coming into this album that like it's you know uh it's it's varied every track doesn't sound exactly the same the production isn't yeah. exactly the same there's different themes uh musically coming into it and i think that as well as another way that it kind of invites all different kinds of listeners in, um, in a way that perhaps traditional country music doesn't do quite as much because it's not as, uh, you know, microscopically specific. It's like saying I I am influenced by all different kinds of things too. So I get that, you know, you might like this kind of music more than the, you know, kind of music that was specific to my hometown or whatever. And that's also, I think, one of the great things about the internet is just being able to say, you know, it's not your people don't grow up anymore. Just listening to the music their parents listen to, or maybe just stuff that they get off of the radio, which is again, like, even though it, there can be a variety, you're still being dictated to There's, you know, it's a uh, playlist and people have their own agenda when they're, you know, deciding what songs go on the radio and having access to just like infinite music, no matter where you are, um, and being able to really develop your own taste. Like obviously you're still going to be affected by your surroundings and stuff, but, um, yeah, just, uh, it's in in that respect, it's an album that feels very, um, modern and, and like it represents a lot more than the sort of narrow box or the kind of, I would, I don't know if I would say stigma that, uh, the, the label of country music, um, brings, but like, the uh, the instant ideas, the you know the preconceptions that people are going to have when um, somebody is introduced as a country artist, and she completely breaks out of that mold. Definitely. Yeah. Um, well, I feel very satisfied. This was a lovely chat. Um, yeah. <laughs> did likewise. you feel good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. 
Um, well, thank you so much for making time for me. This was yeah, this was of course. Really this was really fun. I um, I didn't even realize how much I liked it until we started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, thanks again, and uh, take care. Cool. You too. All right. Bye bye. That was lovely. Thanks again to Will for chatting with me. Give the video for his song Glory Days a little watch if you're looking for a good time. And let's face it, you are. Okay, uh, quick inspirational work of the week from me. I saw a movie called The Green Knight. It is based on a 14th century Arthurian epic poem. Wait, come back. It's really good. It's absolutely beautifully filmed. It's so, so lovely to look at. And there are some tremendous performances from Dev Patel and Alicia Vikander and Joel Edgerton. I would define it as an epic art house adventure. And I really liked it. So you should check it out. Okay? Okay. And that's about it. Please tell your loved ones to listen to this show. Little known fact, word of mouth is a very effective way to increase podcast downloads. And... Remember that you've got your special bonus episode to look forward to this Friday, so tell your friends about that too. Other than that, enjoy the next few days, be kind to animals and children, and until next time, bye! Could it be the giant pink dress? <gasps> you didn't like what you didn't like a Jimbo outfit? How dare you? I know. Hi, I'm Mijan. And I'm Nick. I like to call myself a semi-drag race expert. And I've never seen it before. So join us on our podcast, Whispering Hunties, every week for drag race expertise. And the exact opposite of that. Either way, it's a geeky. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, brrr. okay. Get How out. could I possibly? Take your no. cute cats that keep walking <laughs> all over you and making know. me wish that I had a My pet. Sweet little debris. Get, get out of this podcast. I need a door slam like <laughs> right now as I throw you out of the house. Thanks for listening to the Apocalypse Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, go to ApocalypsePodcastNetwork.com. And remember, every time you support one of our sponsors, you're supporting the podcast you just heard. 